0: Welcome to Strongest on the Field Radio, where we aim to educate youth athletes, sports coaches, strength coaches, and parents on sports performance.
1: Is it recording? It's been recorded for a minute. You're not going to post the whole minute, so start it over. And I, I can cut it. And welcome to Strongest on the Field Radio. It's me, Ronnie. I'm here with Juan. We're having some technical difficulties, so uh, just bear with us. Um, we're here. It's December 21st. Um, we're getting ready for Christmas, and Juan and I just wanted to catch everyone up and answer a few questions that we've been pondering uh, as we've been coaching and approaching the end of the year. Say hello to
0: the people, Juan. Oh my goodness, you've been pondering these questions. What's that? We're stealing this episode sure. off a structure of Tim Ferriss, basically. Who's, Who's Tim Ferriss? Some guy on the internet that experiments experiments about life.
1: The man is a multimillionaire entrepreneur. He's experiments with his body all the time, and he's just a very uh, he's ahead of his curve, basically.
0: He does- you think people, most people, don't know or do know about Tim Ferriss? People who listen to this might know who Tim Ferriss is.
1: I just want to also announce that we're live on YouTube. If you go to the Deuce Athletics YouTube page, you can probably uh, hear us. So moving forward, I'm going to try and broadcast this live on YouTube
0: so you can catch it and watch us answer (laughs) this stuff and interview people. I wanted to open up today with a conversation that we had before we started recording about the experiences and things I've encountered with the athletes, the group. I, I think it's just important to share. And what, Ada, look who's that, Logan Galbrick. Anyways, what I was getting to, I am fortunate enough to have a group of soccer players that train at the gym pretty early now. It's about six to eight of them, different levels of play from early 20s to experienced, vetted guys. Um, a very big thing has started to happen to where some of them started off kind of disappointed where they were in their career, the the fire, the honeymoon phase, as I described it, is kind of over. With their sport? With, with their sport, kind of their mental finesse. Um, what I think strength training and what I try to provide is an environment where that honeymoon phase that sparked that fire when they first started playing and getting really good at something made them have to chase and, and be on top of their game. Um, I feel like I bring this disciplined approach to training in life and, like, I don't really care about your emotions. This is the task you have to do today. We've talked about that. Um, and that they're now restarting to get that fire confidence is starting to come up um this is something new that they're trying to achieve they none of them have really done strength training uh and and it's awesome to see after kind of like a month in how their mind switches and how they start talking and how they start walking and how they start warming up and how they start playing like hey how was your practice like hi dude i killed it uh it's just a different mental approach have you found any of this with any of your athletes it's like besides the the we're all squatting, right? It's the mental thing that they gain from it. The, the the I we have seen this with a little bit with a few athletes,
1: but I think back to someone like LeBron James and if you hear him talk, he talks about always tr- trying to be better than he was last year and so how how does that not how do you feel that doesn't carry over to these guys cuz sure they might be professionals, they might have made it to the top level but Do you feel they're not being pushed or they're not – they've settled?
0: A little bit. Also, not everyone's LeBron James, right? Like, it's a very unique person. Otherwise, he wouldn't be LeBron James. Um, They just either have not found the next gear, right? And I think soccer players, especially in the soccer world, a very big thing that is being missed is strength training. Uh, and I think the other thing that's being missed is the sports psychology stuff, stuff of it. Everyone's worried about, am I getting paid next year? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I think um, football's got it down, right? That's, like, very well known. You, you need to train. Yeah. I think baseball has a pretty good handle on it. Yeah. There's all the uh, the other sports that are, like, <laughs> starting to catch up. Like, I have the volleyball player, growing, and they're like, they kind of lift, um, but it's now starting to be, like, Though this is part of training. You yeah. do double days, so you can't do double days.
1: Yeah, yeah. The baseball is um, starting to slowly accept strength training. You look at MLB, their Instagram accounts, social media accounts, and they're posting high-caliber all-star players doing their off-season stuff. So whether I agree with what they're doing or not, you notice that they are emphasizing what these players are doing in the off-season and what they're showing is these guys – Doing weights and doing stuff like that, so it is becoming more of an accepted, uh, an accepted uh, piece of of being the a whole athlete. This training during the off season and and, and involving strength and conditioning. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Let's get into the question.
0: Well, I was gonna say one thing before, and is the, the other thing that we talked about how now just watching athletes and everyone wants to be sports specific. I think the goal, the first goal, is just. General baseline level of strength. Doesn't matter what sport you're playing. You have to, in our eyes, be able to move a good amount of weight for you that's relative to you in a very good quality before we start doing banded reverse, this, and that, whatever. Before we start worrying about the velocity in the bar, bar. before we start worrying about the conjugate system and where you are in this and that percentages. percentages I'm like, no, you just need to learn how to move well first. Yep. If you can't even get to the bottom of a squat, we can't even talk about Bosu ball rubbing your head and kick <laughs> like doing whatever. Yeah. The um, second phase that I see starting to come around the corner is like, all right, now we can start working on your own weakness, right? Cause somewhere in there, once you have a base level, something will appear based on whatever movement patterns you're doing on sport in your sport. And then the last one is okay, now we can start getting fancy with percentages and bands and upside down and whatever. Yeah. Then we can start doing that stuff. That's kind of my realization. It's like dude, basically you you could get away with just doing CrossFit. Yeah. Just get better at an air squat. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um it's you're right. You're absolutely right. Most athletes, especially at a amateur level just need basic basic movement training and strength development doesn't have to be all fancy schmancy and, and um, trying to get sports specific is great and all um, but sometimes it's it's missing a lot more um, with that said it's important and you realize this especially in, in the, how we like it's our business like we have to get paid for what we do so you have to give a little of what they feel is going to help them, you know, have, having them put a band around their ankle and like swing it like a bat or try and kick whatever, you know, the, you, you, there is a face value. To- Trying to
0: headbutt a dumbbell.
1: <laughs> yeah, Silly stuff like that where other coaches can say, yeah, we're practicing your ability to, you know, whatever. For, for your example, headbutt or get, get a stronger, you know, heading the
0: ball. So you have to give a little in order to, get their full it. I think in the beginning you do, but then you start having these like lead players that have been with you in a, for a while, yeah. and then younger players in training age, not necessarily younger players, start seeing those people or athletes that have been training with you for a while, and they're like, damn, they're so much faster and stronger, and they can squat way more than me, the girls can squat more than me, the people in class are way more than me, and I thought I was an elite athlete. I'm like, mm-hmm you you're leaving a lot on the table. You can you could be an elite athlete. You just yeah. got to give give me a year of your time. Yeah. And you to look back and you're like, "Damn, I got gears now." Right. One thing that we've learned here through our experience coaching
1: uh, small teams or with teams or whatever is that as a coach, you know, we try and give them what we know is going to help them from the beginning. But that usually doesn't make it all the way through they don't buy into it so what we've done now is like when we have a brand new team we do stuff that on day 1 we do stuff that they're familiar with all the fun stuff, the, fun stuff the ladder stuff you know the shoulder regular shoulder warm they would normally do on the field just so they feel familiar and they know they they kind of drop their guard a little bit with us and they allow us to Let me teach you this shit. yeah so, so they allow us to do They buy in a little bit more because they've seen it. They know what it is. We don't hit them with the hinge from the beginning, reach for the wall with your hips because they're going to be like, what the heck is this? They don't feel any type of sense of knowing what this is. So um, we found that with a younger group who is new to all this, just do the basic stuff on day one, stuff they're familiar with. And then over time, slowly start to kind of after you've gained their confidence, introduce are the stuff that we know is really going to help them in the long run so that's what works for us
0: cool all right now we're going to jump into these questions these are a set of questions that our friend tim ferris sent out to a bunch of people he collected oh i thought he sent them to you directly no not yet (laughs) i don't think he follows me yet (laughs) logan does logan gelberg follows me is there a better follow than logan gilbert that's all i need
1: in my life what did you first think or say to yourself when logan you saw that logan followed you logan at functional coach started following you what did you make it were
0: you there is that i mean the pinnacle <laughs> um every time uh there's a person that i like look, look up to that follows me flora makes fun of me because i share with her hey Look who followed me, and then she just trashes on me. Or when functional coach likes your
1: post, like when you see that like, does that like make your day? When when he comments on it, his favorite is elite. (laughs) Either right, (laughs) elite. That's it. What do I get? I get a I don't know, like a like a punch or something. Oh, he uses the
0: punch a lot. He uses that on Slack. The fist, the fist. (laughs) (laughs) You want to give a shout out, Logan? Negative. All right. Okay, can we get to the first question? He just unfollowed me, by the way. <laughs> All right. So I'll give you a question, and then we'll flip-flop with the next round. What is the book or books you have given most as a gift, and why? Or what, or what are one to three books that you have greatly, that have greatly influenced your life?
1: So I thought about this, and the book that I've given out the most is surprisingly called The Four Agreements. Have you heard of that book? It's basically a book of. It's a, like a little t- uh, coffee table book. It's about fifty pages. It's not that long and it's pretty small. And I actually gave it to my mom in Spanish so she could read it. But it's basically go, going over four things that if you can add to your life, or four beliefs that you could, if you could add to your life, will like improve it a thousand times over. Um, oh my God! I'm on the spot. I should know these. Um, so it's basically I, I, I'll look up the four agreements and <laughs> what they. Uh, yeah so that 's the the book that I gift now the books that have impact me impacted me directly. I wrote these down so in back in high school, I had a Derek Jeter biography, mm-hmm. and it basically taught me you know you, you have players that you look up to as a high school athlete i don't, Logan probably looked up to i don 't know oh nolan Ryan oh is he nolan Ryan um, he man, that guy was a stud anyways. So, Derek Jeter, he, um, you know, best player of all time type of stuff. He's immortalized, And I just learned from him and I looked up to him and I'm like, oh, I got to be that. I got to do that so I can be good. Um, the The Alchemist by Paulo. Have you heard of The Alchemist? Yeah, right. That power, That book is really good. Um, the Bible, right? I don't know if you, Juan, I don't know if, really, don't know if you own the Bible <laughs> with the type of stuff you do. I went to All right, man. That don't mean anything because you went to modern day. That don't mean anything. Come on, man. What type of stuff do I do? Man, I'm not even going to put your stuff out there. I'm not going to put your stuff out there, man. I'm going to get you a Bible. That's what I need to do. And uh, the last one is called The Shack. It's like this – it's a religious book too, but it's a very interesting story. It's about a guy who gets his daughter kidnapped and gets awful stuff done to her. But the whole book is just a a discovery. It's him coming to – to realization that sometimes things are out of his control and not holding on to stuff. It was a very interesting book. I read these books a long time ago. Uh but they were very impactful and it kinda like helped me out. So do you, do you want what do
0: you what are your books? I'm terrible. I don't have that long of a list. <laughs> I I didn't, I'm, I'm not I'm on the spot. I didn't really write anything down. Dude. Um I guess memorable ones that come to mind. There's a mindset one, uh that one's the easy pick. Uh there's the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, yep. The Secret. I read the secret. the secret in high school, and I was like, "All right, you just put it out there, right, and it okay. happens." Okay. Um, what other one? This last year, I spent a lot of time on the CrossFit Journal. I don't know if that's a memorable, it's a memorable re- reading piece, right? So the first like six, seven years, there's fire. I don't know if you've gone into those archives. I, I don't and know. then. What is fitness? yeah so it starts there, and then there's a bunch of good stuff where like they were really nailing it, and then after a while it just starts to become media yeah. um but i for sure would recommend at least the, f- the first five years is it still free or not it's still free, and it's also mandatory if you're in coaches prep um uh, so <laughs> <laughs> if you're not enrolled <laughs> <laughs> what's the website <laughs> CrossFit.journal.com. journal dot com
1: for the coaches prep
0: dude. oh uh coaches prep dot to, damn it! I don't know that. I failed. Anyways, um, another book training. At, does training books count? Yeah, absolutely. Um, starting strength books have been really good. Basic understanding of stuff. It just gets complex after that. <laughs> uh, How about super training? How has that impacted you? Uh, I can't get past the first <laughs> five <laughs> yeah, pages. <laughs> I haven't started there yet. No. All right, and you got you're on you're on number you. two. Okay. I got you. Okay, so
1: let's see. Juan, this is a question for you. What purchase of hundred dollars or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months or in recent memory?
0: I bought Floor a razor scooter. What? That has been the best purchase under a hundred bucks. I have a skateboard and then I used to take I pick it's my job to pick Lucas up from school around two two thirty, somewhere before three. And then we go to the beach, try to build up his aerobic base by skateboarding and scootering. This is not a joke.
1: <laughs>
0: I took Lucas out to build his aerobic base. Like, bro <laughs> We went to go play. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but then we would go on walks with Floor. Because we go on walks in the evening, like, Hey we, Lucas, you need to get out of the house. You need to keep your cardio up. <laughs> and and I just wanted to, want him to know the neighborhood in case like he ever and for some reason just runs out or whatever and, and you, you need to know where you are. Yeah. Uh, so I bought floor kids Razor scooter and now we can scooter gang in Venice or we, we purposely park far from places away from traffic and then we scooter it. Uh, cool. Selfishly so then he can then transfer to a skateboard and not be a Venice kid that doesn't know how to skateboard. Right. Ronnie, what is the best purchase under $100 that you purchased in the last six months? Oh god, with um, what cost
1: under a hundred bucks nowadays? Like, Jesus, everything's expensive with the inflation and everything, especially where we're at. You know, everything's expensive. I'd probably say that thing. It's a slant board, basic wood stuff, and you can use it to stretch out your stuff
0: and your ankles. Did you buy Chelsea anything for Christmas? Are you allowed? She, she's not going to listen you know to this I before. This. No Is 100. it under a hundred bucks? I gave, Okay, so we did Secret, uh, we did Secret Santa. With a staff, I got Lindsay. I got her a Texas-shaped necklace. I saw that she posted it. Yeah. Um. Yes, I bought her
1: something that I felt would be useful for her. Is uh like a planner for next year, but it's like a really cool designed planner. And it has a bunch of stuff. But I'm also gonna. Plan- I plan on getting her the uh, s- some gear. Some gear we're gonna get. Does she know this? What? The planner. Uh. Yes. She knows about it. <laughs> yeah, she knows about it. But, yeah, we're not. Yeah, that's how I got her that.
0: Awesome. Next question. Next question. How has a failure or parent failure set you up for a later success? Do you have a favorite failure of yours? Mine's easy. I don't have. It was, I thought about this one, and it was hard for
1: me. I would say my early jobs. I interned for an independent team at a college thinking I want to do sports management it was interesting it was cool and but it it wasn't something that i enjoyed really i just felt it was um it wasn't what i pictured it would be and then i had a 9 to 5 suit and tie it wasn't 9 to 5 it was like graveyard shift actually and i had like Tuesday and Wednesday off and it was crazy mm, it was it was it was a good experience i learned that it it was not quite what i wanted to do and What's that? That five to nine. (laughs) Yeah, so I would say my early jobs are failures because it it wasn't quite what I wanted to do, but it was actually a good thing because I have... I can now safely say that I tried it, and I can live
0: with myself for not staying with it. What about you, Juan? That brings me to three, then. I had started with two. (laughs) One is not playing professional sports, never making that, so you... But that's not out of, were you good enough to play and you just didn't
1: do it? Because if in that case, that's a failure. But if you were never good enough and you, looking back and you're like, I wasn't that
0: good, then. I think it was good enough. I just took a break and then decided to go try out. Like, what, I don't know, what would you expect? Just not playing for a year and then go play? Right. I guess failure number one. This is not a failure. This is an experience. Some would maybe say it's a failure. I'm Very not carefully says, but having a kid early on lights of fire under your ass uh, which just like hyper drives you into where you're supposed to be if you're not a knucklehead so i appreciate that one for sure the last one that you brought to mind with like past jobs or experiences uh doing a bodybuilding show and uh knowing that that's not the style of training that made sense for me uh so those are my three Did you bronze up for that? Because you're already dark. Like, I don't know. Bro, I I bronzed up and I was still the lightest person on stage. What? I didn't. I only did, like, I don't know how many layers you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do, like, ten layers. I did one.
1: What made you want to do the bodybuilding show in the first place?
0: Because that's what I thought fitness was. You, like, you start bodybuilding, right? And bodybuilding.com was the only place. Did
1: you and your friends do it or just you? Did you and your friends do
0: it, or was it just you? Uh, the show? The show, yeah. The show. No, the, uh, it was only me. So then why'd you do it? it wasn't well, bad. I thought that's what the next step was. Yeah. Otherwise, I had to do it to say that I did it. That's what brought that thought into my head when you said that. Yeah. I had to do it so I could say that i do it, and I knew how to do that. Yeah. And then whatever.
1: Cool. Next, next
0: question, Juan. Let me... Hold on.
1: All right, um... If you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, metaphorically speaking, getting a message out to millions or billions, what would it say and why? It could be a few words or a paragraph. Juan?
0: Did you see me post this today? I knew this was on there. Oh, okay. oh you don't keep up with my stories. Cool. I do, man. I just, I'm busy. It was uh, Stop Being Average. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, I think, Wait. No, you did post it. I saw it. I also posted Don't Be Late. Yes. I'm not going to... Passive shot. Can you can you explain? So you you, can you explain the
1: origin of "Don't be late." What what's up with that?
0: I hate being late. First of all, Uh, I don't know. It's from all my past experiences of better be on time. Five minutes early is late. Uh, I also think it goes along with not being average and being a great person. Having some goddamn characters Having some goddamn discipline. Um, And respect for other other people's time. Big one. Jesus. I won't go into that. Um, it just shows how professional of a person you are. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, try to push the broom, lead by example, right? Yeah. And like, hey, let's all be better people. We need better p- humans in the world. Yeah. They just need to. I, I don't know if i because I'm in dad mode and I know Lucas is always watching. But whenever I suck at something, Lucas is watching. Yeah. And I just try to do better. Yeah. What would you tell the world, Ronnie?
1: Uh, I wrote these down. They might be che- they might seem cheesy, but whatever. It's my answer. I get to say whatever I want. All right, so first one is give back. So two words. It would be like a, a black billboard with white lettering. Pay it uh, yeah, sort of pay it forward. Make others better. I think having that mindset does a lot of positive things for everyone. Fall seven, rise eight. That's like a Japanese proverb, which is basically like never, like always give back up when whenever things strike. Trust the process. That's another one. I like that. Just... Not being so nearsighted or, or impatient with results, especially nowadays. Like we all want things now. And that's just how we. That's how our days are with social media. You want it now. You want things now. So, very old school mindset. Like trusting the process. And then the last one was like, "Show me, coach." The same thing, right? Hey, you gotta. Hey, totally y- that yeah, word. yeah. Show me, coach. You have to live live what you express. Live what you try and uh, try and tell others to do. You got to do it yourself. So boom
0: all right what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made could be an investment of money time or energy ronnie man that's a hard one do you have
1: a good answer for this one
0: bitcoin what's up Bitcoin. hey man what's up what's that up what was the levels today can i cash out <laughs> do are you in do you have money in bitcoin no, I'm trying to make
1: a rant. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's your answer? It's too late to invest in Bitcoin. You should have done it five years ago. That's I what heard, I hear.
0: I heard there's a rupee. You you know about rupee, Logan? Rupee, some other cryptocurrency. I don't know enough. I'm too scared. Ronnie, what is your answer? I kind of want to ask Logan, what because
1: he's been posting a lot about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, and I don't know what that means. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so... <sighs> investing i guess in myself and like just trying to learn stuff i don't know man that's a bad question certs, certs the gym. books gym yeah the gym time yeah time, gym time spent, time spent. Time spent in yeah just sucking just sucking at stuff and you know just staying with the with the with the off shot opportunity
0: of being a gym be like- <laughs> oh, so don't ad, talk about that so the ad doesn't come on during class you got to make sure the ad doesn't come no not mine what gym do you go to that has that <laughs> <laughs> ad all right the one i got that i'm very grateful for i don't know if it counts an investment but has definitely made an improvement of my life is moving to my new place we can now have people over, which, dude, this is huge. I don't think you understand. Well, because right now it's the holidays and Flora has had off. Uh, so she's been inviting people over. in front. We haven't had a social life because we lived in the box. You saw where we lived. Yeah. Uh, so now it's, it's awesome because like, Lucas can be around. He's watching TV, but he's in the same environment, interacting with humans and having conversation and listening to people talk. Uh so it's definitely improved my standard of living so I'm super grateful for that nice. investment. I say it's an investment cuz putting down a deposit is an investment. <laughs> Next question.
1: All right, what is an unusual habit or an absurd thing that you
0: love? Caffeine. Caffeine. Pre-workout. You still drink, you still occasionally. Drink workout. I, no, I try to keep it on the low. What? It's terrible. It's a, absurd. You asked. Yes. You asked. I a lot of caffeine. A surprise!
1: Caffeine is not
0: a surprise. Uh, I'm gonna take caffeine before class. How do you think I would kill it during class? Damn it! I was thought I thought I was gonna get a smile out of Logan. Thought it
1: was <laughs> that too. For me, an unusual habit is watching post-game interviews. <laughs> I just love doing that. I'm the fan of like the game's over, and that's when I come watch the TV. I don't watch the game. I just watch people like answer questions.
0: Okay. Funny story. We're in Ohio. It's a... Su- no. What, what game was it? Um, it was a game. There was some game. World Series? No. Football? Basketball? <laughs> no, it was a fight? Was it? It was a fight. Yeah. We were going to go train at Old School Gym at 4 in the morning. Yeah. It's midnight. And Ronnie's like, nah, nah, hey, I'm going to stay up, man. I, I want to watch the highlights and the, the reels. So he's not joking about this. You don't remember this? You stated up. This is when you took a video of me and I was going on a rant because I was hungry. Do you remember that? No. Oh man. Sorry. Man. Damn. Next question. What advice would you give to a smart-driven college student about to enter the real world? What advice should they ignore? You forgot. What, you you skipped that one. We'll come back. To All that. right. Cool. Okay. So, what
1: advice would you give? I actually have a couple of friends who are finishing school, and my cousin just finished school. So, this is. This is what I told them. I told them not to be afraid of starting from the bottom, um, like sweeping floors, like doing the most overlooked and whatever jobs, um, interning for free. You know, if you're good, your talent will show, right? And that's and and the cream always rises to the top. So if you're good, trust yourself, believe in yourself, go in and do things for free, like show your show you that uh show your skills and and if if you're right then you're right and you will eventually catch someone's eye and they'll and they'll make sure you stay on that team so yeah doing go ahead and just do whatever it takes to get in the door don't look for that whatever fancy fancy job and just get started somehow what about you
0: uh, I would say Don't be afraid to fail Like maybe even go And find failure So you can learn from that um, There's always that Everything that you talked about Is Putting yourself through the process Right yeah. um, Also be aware of like Stay in your own lane Worry about what you're doing Don't worry about everyone else And do yeah. the best that you can So when there is an opportunity And you have been working your face off People notice and, hey, Randy, uh, Ronnie, you're up to bat. It's your turn. Yeah. You got to earn that stripe. It, it's never going to be given. Right. Um, and things that are given probably don't give you satisfaction and fulfillment anyway. Um, so go look for that failure and work your face off. Don't look for anyone to give you. Don't look for handouts, right? Uh, just grind it out. Yeah. I think that's the where you can learn the most. What was the last question we missed? In the last five
1: years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life, Juan?
0: Waking up before <laughs> the enemy. Uh, just that mindset and, like, hey, you got to be on top of your stuff. Otherwise, you're not going to get everything done in the day. Who's the enemy? The failure, fear of not accomplishing anything by the time I die. Ronnie? Um, in the last five years,
1: when you believe, I think um, the book, The Growth Mindset, because I've never heard of that before. We were... Have you heard of that before uh, you started Coaches Prep? That actually impacted me in a good way, and then Tate Fletcher in one podcast said, we're dead anyway, so just go for it. Like, you're dead. Whatever. It's ironic that he's here long enough, but... Um, he always says about no one cares and just understanding that that no one cares how smart you are about anything like you just no one, no one cares about how much you know. just be a good person to people and care about care about them in the most honest way, and that matters most so that all right um what are bad recommendations you hear in your profession or area of expertise juanito
0: sports specific. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god. For me is a 3 month weight weight loss challenge.
0: I don't like that one. Just the the other one is diet this diet that. I'm I don't know, not maybe the greatest example, I'm like just just eat food. I don't, as long as it's good food, I kind of don't care how much food you eat. Just eat good food, right? But see the thing about that is it's boring and people want, people
1: want to be, people want to feel exclusive. Like they're onto something that no one's ever done. They want the, the new thing, the newest trend, the thing that no one, like I said, something that no one's ever seen before. And that's why people get suckered into whatever some person, whatever that person creates. So what you're saying
0: is, it's boring, Juan. No one wants to hear that. Just, it always comes with too many details, like... Well, you got to wait till 12.05 to eat. And you got to eat this banana with this broccoli and the peanut butter on top. And then just drive yourself crazy a little bit. And it just makes it way harder than reality kind of is with a wife and child. Mm, I don't always get to eat the way I should maybe eat. And it's the reality. But guess what? Wake your face up the next morning and go bang some heavy weights. Yeah. And go condition your face off. Um, to the sports specific
1: thing, I, the, for me, it's like the footwork videos where you see coaches, like having people do footwork ladder stuff in the sand and it's like fancy and cool. (laughs) and you know, they they always show in the video, they always show in the video, the fastest guy that they have, right? They show the fastest guy. Show me the slowest guy, right? You're only, your program's only as good as your weakest guy, right? So... Show me that person. Let's see that person progress. Don't show me your fast, guy. I guarantee you he was already fast before he knew you, you know? Yeah, he's good anyway. But then they show him, and they continue to show him, and then, you know, that's misleading. It's bad perception, so I don't like that. Why were you laughing? Because the face
0: you made. (laughs) Is it because they take my boys to go to the sand and do their sprints? I'm not worried about you. (laughs) You don't see the video that they lift before they go do that? I'm not worried. (laughs) I'm not talking about you. (laughs) <laughs> what is this in the last five years in the last five years what have you become better at saying no to uh, distractions invitations etc what new realizations and or approaches helped any other tips uh, what I was gonna answer go ahead go Go ahead let you think for a second uh, I think maybe I've heard this on a tin heard it somewhere if it's not a hell yes it's a no if you're not like super amped up about it, then the answer is no, and don't waste my time. Time's unrenewable resource. So like, hey, do you want to train this person? Not really. Then don't do it. If you're not like, yes, I want, I really want to help this person, and I want to spend my time on this person or this project or this task, then don't do it. It's kind of like the thing where people get sucked into if you don't love your goddamn job quit don't be what's what's the name that Logan always likes don't be Jeff at UPS
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't be Jeff at UPS okay um yeah so for me it's um personally it's like going it's the opposite because I've normally been the person that always says no to things or I never go out I never do that I've always been like straight as an arrow and I think I just hit 30 man so I got to I've learned to relax, like just relax, bro. It's not that, no, not that, not that. There's certain, there's certain things that are always going to be off limit for me. But there's certain things where, like, okay, relax. No one cares. Like, just be, be normal. <laughs> don't, don't worry about things as much as you do. But yeah, you're right. If you're not gonna, you know, if you're not gonna do something with a passion and with all out effort, don't do it at all. Don't start it. Find something that you like and you know give your give commit to it uh, you know what people jump around too much i have a lot of friends who are in early 20s they they jump around they're they're searching they're searching that's not a necessarily a bad thing but it's the reason why you're jumping around are you jumping around because you're you're it's too hard exactly it's too hard or are you jumping around because you are genuinely trying to find something that you're passionate about so you have to figure out why you're jumping around and if it's for the wrong reason then you're probably going to not end up
0: where you want to be anyway I think the second question to that is like what are what are realizations that have helped you say yes to things um I've seen people try to do stuff and then they can't figure out basic life needs like is this going to help you pay your bills like this is a very common thing that I, that circles around me like you need to figure out how to pay your bills before you can start doing other stuff. And your priorities need to be set. Yeah, that yoga thing in Tahiti sounds great, but you're going to come back and you're still going to be broke. Yeah. Can you pay your bills? Yeah. Uh, So I guess besides paying your bills, getting your priorities straight to figuring out if these steps are going to help you in the future to either financially be stable, which... I think goes hand in hand with having freedom in time to then do things that you like that you're maybe not going to get paid for so, a balance somewhere in there. Yeah. Knowing, you know, it, at it, it all, it's important to
1: surround yourself with people who, who also want to do what you want to do, like meeting, being aware of who you spend the most time with. That'll definitely play a lot or be a big part of this whole thing. Um, as far as realizations, you know, you have to, you need to know what, what you're after exactly. You have to know what you want to do and just spending time towards that, having that goal, knowing what, what it is that you're after. That's going to be a big thing. Juan, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused or
0: have lost your focus temporarily, what do you do? What do you, what's your strategy? I stop doing it and like go play with Lucas and Florian. Screw it. I'm not doing any work. I can't think right now. I'm burnt out. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the park. Let's let's watch this movie. I'm going to break my goddamn rule of no TV today, and then let's just watch this movie for today. I need to not be thinking about stuff.
1: So what about someone who doesn't have a floor and a Lucas? What, what would you tell
0: them? So the equivalent, I guess, is go to something that you enjoy, that doesn't stress you out, um, other like m- go on a walk without your phone go on a 30-minute walk without your phone go listen to the goddamn cars look at the street look at the buildings around you uh i'm <laughs> so chris when i was moving came over when we were like having the everything was a mess and whatever um uh, and floor laughed at me because i made him go walk with me and lucas on the scooter and like hey because th- this is something that i do on a regular basis because I just like to get Lucas out out of the house. Like, hey, let's let's go breathe some air. Uh, you can see the sunset from where we live. Uh, nice. Like, let's let's go on a half hour walk. Let's go over to that corner over there. And you, the little things you like realize the houses, the neighbors, the people that live around you. There's this phone in front of you all the time with the whole world at your hands, and then you forget that you have neighbors yeah. and there's humans around you, and that's the people that. Either are going to keep you safe or hurt you or, or whatever. That actually means something. Yeah. Most of the people on the internet you're not going to meet. But your neighbor's going to see your face every day. Yeah. Say hi to your neighbor. Yeah. Uh, so go do something that's r- relaxful that you don't have to think. Yeah. Probably away from technology. I know I used the movie, but that was more to spend time with my family. Um, another one that I like to do is go read a book. However, if you, like, go venture down too many uh, textual books of, like, concepts, that's also not good. Like, it it stresses you out. And choose something that's enjoyable to read. What book is in your backpack right now? Uh, It's called The Champion's Mindset. And so, like, starting to learn more about sports psychology and, like, the mental aspect of that. Just want to be able to add uh, something more to the athletes um, besides squatting. When you
1: train your athletes, do you allow them to have their phone next to the whatever station, the squat rack, whatever?
0: They film a lot of their stuff because they like to, like, show the journey of it, right? So, we talked about it's not always the highlight reel. Um, so, th- this is all the stuff before the highlight reel, right? Um, that they're put- So, I don't know if that's a good answer. So, yes, they have their phone. So, why do you allow
1: them to have their phone if you feel it could be a distraction,
0: uh, I don't know if I feel like it's a distraction for them. Okay. Um, I know they're still moving. I'm like, hey, cool, okay, that's your break. You're setting up your phone. That's your break, and Now you grew up. Yeah. Uh, strength training requires some rest, so you're not like you're not always moving. But it's conditioning. Put your goddamn phone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: It'll be interesting what happens in the next
1: five to ten years in the new generation of kids who have phones as at a young age and you 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 might see parents out there who just gives a give a laptop to their kid you know four or five years old and you know they're busy so they just hand them the the phone and laptop and what that does i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing
0: i'll just add this really quickly it has to be a balance because we tried lucas absolutely zero it didn't work because the reality of it is he has access to all this so one thing that really worked with kids is not is putting a timer if i put a clock a timer on it hey you got till this thing rings you can watch tv till then ding ding okay off it's off time last show and then off and letting him turn it off not like swiping it and he's like okay i'm done what are we doing we're going on a walk
1: Yeah, that's important, too. Knowing, having a balance of things, whatever it is, right, a phone or or friends or TV or whatever, whatever it is, having a balance. Because if you don't allow yourself to enjoy those things, it only be the the urge only grows and it just could really lead to something worse. So it's good as a parent to give it to him. Otherwise, he's going to see it from somewhere else. And then he's going to he's going to feel like, you know, you're leaving leaving him out of the out of the whole thing. So, yeah, any other questions? What did else? Did um, Did I answer it? No, let's see. Hold on. What do you <laughs> do when
0: you're
1: overwhelmed? Oh, I tackle one thing at a time. So I'm usually, if you're overwhelmed, generally means that you have a lot of things on your plate. So I like to prioritize them. I put a date to them. Like, all right, which one is due now? And just tackle that. Which one's due, like, in two days? And I'll kind of keep a list of that. And based off that list, I'll focus on one thing. I'll ideally put my phone away, not have anything to distract me because I'm always going to my phone, opening up, whatever. So uh, yeah, and finding a place of calm, whatever that is for for me at that moment. If I know I'm going to be calm at a somewhere, a coffee place by myself or being in my room or being wherever, knowing where that is and, and just attacking things one thing at a time, not... Trying to do one thing here, one thing, one thing there. It's um, that's that helps me a lot to kind of relax, calm down, and realize that it's not the end of the world. So,
0: let's do this very quickly since it's the end of the year. Can you recall your 2017 goals and how far, or if you made progress or accomplished some of them? And do you know some of your 2018 goals?
1: That's so we're standing in our 2017 goal, right? Um, but it didn't happen without. I have to say this: like it didn't happen by myself at all, or Chris. It happened because it was a group effort, and that's another thing. Like, don't ever feel like you have to do things by yourself, because no one does anything by their by themselves. Think of the biggest, most baddest human being who's accomplished everything. It's 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 a result of a. Of a tribe, it's a result of a of a group of people coming together to create something, and that's how we became who we are as humans. Like as ancient cavemen and cave women, we were we were a tribe. We were a tribe, and and we survived, and we became the most dominant species on Earth because of that tribe mentality. So you have to be aware of that, and and don't feel like you have to do things by yourself. So, long story short. Moving out of where we were before, in the back of a warehouse, in the back street of somewhere that no one ever knew we existed. Being able to now have a more visible place and, and a place where we can share our message and, and what we do. That was the goal. And we did it. As far as 2018 is just becoming a, a, a bigger presence in, this, in our current community. Reaching more people making a bigger impact, whether it's fitness or just with the lifestyle impact. That's my biggest uh, goal, and I can probably speak for the gym a little bit there. We're just trying to create some roots here. That's the biggest thing. If we can do that, I think it's a good thing.
0: CSES wasn't on there? What? CSES wasn't
1: on there? Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah, I got my CSES. Really cool. I studied like six months for that thing. Logan, you're leaving? Dude, we didn't hang out. Legend. Dude. Elite. Merry Christmas. I'll see you. All right. So, yes, I forgot, Juan. My big personal goal for myself was to um, get the certification. It's called the CSCS, and it's uh, one of the higher, you know, valued certifications for what we do, and it's a – Pretty long road to learn it and do all that stuff. But long goal, long road, committed to it. I trusted the process. I didn't get too, I didn't, I didn't get too uh, flustered. I just broke it down, categorized it like I just said. I normally do stuff. I categorized it, in my, the chapters and all of these things. Took it day by day, month to month, and gave myself time to do it. And then took the test, passed it. So that was a big goal. And uh, yeah, that's it for me.
0: I wanted to move, okay, so I wanted to increase financial revenue, so I was able to move uh, standard of living I think is a huge thing uh with a with a child like, i I want to be able to provide that was, so that was a big one. Uh, first step went slash work with more athletes um, so that I think has grown gradually one by one it's 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 one by one. And you're just hustling and grinding. I
1: remember you January 1st. And then comparing that to where you are now, at least the presence, the people, it's, it's come a long way from the outside looking in. I don't know if you see it. When you're in, it's hard to see. But from the outside looking in, thinking back to January 1st to December, whatever, 21st, it's, it's grown. So it is happening.
0: Thank you, and uh, the podcast starting right, getting this going. Yeah. Uh, we haven't blown up, but that doesn't really matter. If, if we have five core people listening to any of the crap that we say, yeah. and it helps you be in a better mindset, then we goddamn made it. Yeah. I don't really care, and, it's happened. and and it's happened. We've had some goddamn great conversations. Yeah. Uh, And each of the episodes has one or two key nuggets that happen from conversation. Uh, That's all I really wanted to accomplish from from that. Um, Training-wise, I sucked. Uh, Whatever. This was
1: literally my worst fitness year ever. Ever since I started lifting, my fitness has gone all the way down. But it's sacrificed, right? It's prioritizing as an athlete. You have to prioritize. Right now, our game right now is building our brand, building our our abilities to coach and lead others, and that has improved. As an athlete, a current athlete, if you're competing right now, that should be your focus.
0: And yeah, for us, <laughs> we're not competing anymore. That's not. We're backseat drivers. Uh, we try to whatever, but I, we've made. I'm happy with the progress that I've made. Yeah. Um. Do tw- you have a 20- oh, 2018 goal, goals. You said just Building more affect people. More people. Um. It, I, this year is a next year is going to be a continuation of what was started. So this, I think two, 2018 for me or twenty seventeen was a start of a lot of stuff um, from working with the soccer players, being part of V B F C podcast. Um just growing to the second tier of whatever that means yeah. i will come up with actual numbers that i can compare to because otherwise it's just a goal without a plan yeah. it's just a wish yeah. uh, that's kind of my goal um that's all we got we slammed on a lot of stuff um to close check out juice slash blog there's fire on there Ronnie works his face off on deuceathletics.com slash blog. I do my best to post both of those. If you don't do it, that's the first thing I do in the morning, by the way. I wake up, I look at the blog, read it, read it, repost, repost, share with the world. Don't know if anyone wa- is watching, but I can't afford not to. Um, it's just, you have to think about that there's time taken away during the day for whoever's writing it that makes an effort. To put something together, yeah. that's the very very big thing, and the responsibility behind that is huge. Yeah,
1: yeah so I, I can speak personally. Um, I do the Deuce Athletics blog, and, and it's <laughs> I'm still learning, man. It's I'm am a baby at that thing, but I can speak uh, and say that I know that in the, over the last maybe in the past month, it's been a challenge to provide to put out content that's meaningful. Um, because of the move to Hermosa, but I can say speaking to twenty eighteen is I really want to do a good job of providing information useful stuff for people that they can at least learn something, whether it 's um has to do with training or or taking care of your body or just awareness of things that can come up in as you as you grow older and as you improve as an athlete. so I really want to do a better job with the blog for sure.
0: Things that are posted on there are sometimes conceptual. Sometimes it's short uh, sharing a story. Sometimes it's the news in our own community. And uh, Ronnie made a very big effort on posting educational pieces, uh, which is huge. Uh, So there's a little bit of everything. I hope you enjoy that. Please take the time to read some of it, share it, learn something from it. We're just trying to share from our experiences not that we know everything, but at this point, we've learned a lot, and we just want to pass that on. Yep. That's all I got. You got anything else?
1: I just want to share this post bit for all you people who think things come overnight. I actually, oh, man, what's his name? Do you know the CEO of Amazon? No. Jeff Bezos. Boom. Got it. Jeff Bezos. He did an interview. I was listening to it, and he talked about how Amazon was a overnight success. It only took 10 years, right? Oh, it's yeah. crazy stuff. Again, businesses, in this little post, it says, businesses are built over time, not overnight. Don't let social media fool you. It's a straightforward statement, but it's, like, so dead on. It takes time to build things. You just have to be you have to be brave enough to stick with it. And, that, and that's, yeah, that's everything.
0: That's all I got. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, want to be a guest, have something to talk. If you have a goddamn topic... <laughs> Let us know and we'll do, it. we'll do it. Let's rock it. We are open to every good conversation. Radio at deuceathletics.com, Ronnie at deuceathletics.com, Juan at deucegym.com. Follow me on JL Guadarrama. Follow Ronnie at Ronnie Lopez 21, 21 deuce athletics on social media. Thank you. Bye. Show me, coach.